here's a story from the world. Go back 20 years tomorrow. Ben Rhodes was a 24-year-old grad student in New York City. On that Tuesday morning, September 11th, he was across the East River in Brooklyn with his eyes on Lower Manhattan. We all started staring up at the World Trade Center and watching this billowing black smoke come out of it, not knowing what was going on. And while we're staring at it, I see the second plane curve around and plow into the tower. And for me, that was the moment when everything I was doing in my life changed. Ben Rhodes went on to work for President Obama as a speechwriter and deputy national security advisor for strategic communications. He recalled for us the path of war in Afghanistan as a response to the 9-11 attacks and how these past 20 years have impacted U.S. foreign policy. When we went into Afghanistan, my presumption was we were going there to get the people who did 9-11. And when I look back at the arc, you know, what happens is we go into Afghanistan, we topple the Taliban, we put al-Qaeda on the run. We don't finish them off. Bin Laden escapes into Pakistan. And around that time, the U.S. government kind of shifts its attention in Afghanistan to nation building. And the Taliban begins to regenerate and begins to turn into an insurgency. And by the time we came into government in 2009 in the Obama administration, you had a situation where the Taliban was showing itself to be resilient. And so in 2009, you have a surge of forces I do think between the years of 2009 and 2011, you see the kind of biggest successes in degrading al-Qaeda, but largely in Pakistan. And that culminates in the operation to take out Osama bin Laden in 2011. And then there's a period of time in which the United States is beginning to draw down its forces in Afghanistan and try to transition to Afghan security forces. And then Donald Trump initially surges a bit before kind of taking a sharp turn in the other direction, cutting a deal with the Taliban in 2020, in which he essentially agrees to withdraw U.S. forces in exchange for a promise from the Taliban to not shoot at us. But they continue, obviously, to fight the Afghan government and security forces. And Joe Biden comes into office and decides that he's going to complete the withdrawal. And when he does that, you have a collapse of the Afghan government security forces and a more resilient Taliban adversary obviously rolls into Kabul, and here we are. That was a very thorough arc. Um, let's go back and talk about the surge. When your boss, Barack Obama, was president, there was an internal debate over what we know now as a surge. Then Vice President Biden was against the surge. What can you tell us about those internal debates and the thinking at the time? At the time... The military, they basically recommend to Obama that he pursue a counterinsurgency strategy in Afghanistan along the lines of what they had done in the surge in Iraq. Obama was skeptical. He saw an enormous expenditure of resources that would go along with it, obviously huge risks to American troops, and a kind of unsolvable problem of a resilient Taliban that also had some safe haven in Pakistan. But Joe Biden at the table, he was the one person who said that he was against this, just dead set against it, that frankly, we couldn't nation build in Afghanistan, it wouldn't succeed, and that we should only think of Afghanistan in terms of finishing the counterterrorism mission against al-Qaeda. And that put him sharply at odds with the military, and there were some tense meetings there. As you say, Ben Rhodes, the debates around that surge were sharp. What did that debate represent, though, in a kind of a larger sense, like America's role in the Middle East and the world? Well, I think that the assumption undergirding the military's recommendation was that it was possible for the United States to essentially defeat the Taliban 
stabilize Afghanistan and construct an Afghan government and security force. And so I think what this whole debate is about is, can the United States remake other countries with our military? And look, I, I think that part of what we have to recognize is the degree to which a lot of the assumptions that we embraced as a country, that we could build governments in Iraq and Afghanistan, that's what the U.S. government set out to do. And it's a very hard thing to turn that machinery around. I'm speaking with Ben Rhodes, Deputy National Security Advisor for Strategic Communications under Barack Obama. With the benefit of hindsight, what decisions did the Obama administration make in Afghanistan that you would redo? Well, I think that the principal one is to have a smaller surge. The scale of that escalation in 2009, measured against what it ended up achieving, doesn't seem necessary. And then I think there's just the question of whether or not there was a better deal with the Taliban that could have been accomplished at some point than what Trump ended up doing. Because Trump's deal was essentially like, we're getting out. And Trump cut the Afghan government out of that deal. And and that, to me, was the fundamental flaw is to say the U.S. is negotiating its withdrawal, not with the Afghan government, but with the Taliban. And so I think the great unknown is whether or not at a different point there could have been a better deal that led to a more orderly withdrawal and perhaps some kind of government that was you know, brought in the Taliban but also integrated elements of, of the Afghan government as it was. All of this does lead us to some bigger questions, especially on the anniversary of 9-11. You often talk about being part of the 9-11 generation. What defines your generation? Like it's a worldview. I think the worldview is that it's a generation that came of age politically largely after the Cold War. So we didn't have that organizing framework for how to think about America's role in the world. And when you have this massive event where you realize that history is not over, globalization is not inevitable, there was a generation of people that wanted to be a part of that post 9-11 response. I think part of what's so complicated is the period of time from 9-11 to the invasion of Iraq, that's when a lot of these decisions were made to nation build in Afghanistan, to invade Iraq, the Patriot Act, the establishment of Guantanamo, all these things that we've basically been responding to since. And I think the 9-11 generation is a generation of people that because we dealt with the aftermath of those policies, came to understand the limits of what America could accomplish in the post-9-11 period, particularly militarily. America does have a really important role to play in the world in that a lot of people around the world look to the United States for various things in various ways, but we have to balance the necessity of America, I think, playing a, a significant role in the world against America not being overextended in ways that, that undermine our capacity to deal with the next generation of challenges, climate change, technology, the recession of democracy around the world, technology, we cannot deal with those things if we're fighting forever wars in multiple countries. And I think that's where the 9-11 generation is headed. Ben Rhodes was a speechwriter and deputy national security advisor for strategic communications in the Obama White House. His new book is After the Fall, Being American in the World We've Made. Ben Rhodes, thank you very much for being with us. Thanks a lot.